So it's a random weekend. Uh, we're chilling here in the evening, no sleep. And then we <laughs> see a disturbing uh, tweets, right? Apparently, there's this uh, TikTok trend called vabbing, right? Um, <clears throat> and what it is, I think it's something that human beings have been trying to crack for a long time, honestly. Um, there is the thought that, you know, your body gives of a certain order for it to, for you to, uh, for you to be more desirable, right? By the opposite sex. By the opposite sex, exactly. So, <clears throat> apparently kids on TikTok um, are wearing their fluids from their hoochie, from the coochie, from like the perfume. pooms. What other words do they use? Vagina. No, that one. Okay. <laughs> That sounds very scientific, right? vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing that and they're dabbing it on the places where you'd ordinarily put perfume. Exactly. So that's your pressure points, your um, wrists, your neck. And they think that it is going to be um, help them attract mates, right? But for me, that wasn't a really shocking thing. What shocked me was my wife's response to that tweet. Welcome to another Chirandom podcast. Random musings from me, Dowdy, handling everything from politics of the day to the complexities of parenting, relationships, money, and everything in between. If it can happen to us in this life, however random, we talk about it here on another Chirandom podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? Uh, you are, <laughs> are listening to another channel podcast. Uh, I am August Dowdy. Thank you so much. Uh, here with my uh, regular <laughs> co-host. No, not yet. Uh, please. Yeah. But anyway, vibing was what we're talking about. Um, and if you've like somehow missed the intro, anyway, no, you go back and listen You'll to it. You'll go back and listen yeah. to it. Now, um, my wife goes and responds to that tweet about this vabbing thing. And she says, um, I know it isn't unsafe. First of all, this is really confusing. Because of the healing slash medical properties of... Medicinal. Medicinal properties of vaginal fluids. For example? Let's pause. <laughs> let's, let's, let's just... Let's just... Anyway, for example, women have been using it to heal burns for ages. Can you first explain? Because, like, I want to know, because this is the first time I'm hearing of this. Like, not, like I have, I mean, I've had a bit of, I've not been exposed a lot to these, um, for lack of a better word, old wives' tales. But this, this one I'm hearing for the first time. So, uh over to you please don't ask me to explain the science i don't know the science mm -hmm. i know what happens you get burnt put a finger in there rub on the burnt place you, you were you were telling me that and it heals <laughs> and i know but you see people like to say like mother should do it for their child so there's this time a maid did it for a friend's child and yeah she was livid like what 
how to do that. But you see, when they told that girl that, that it heals, they didn't tell her that it heals your children. I don't. So if I also don't think it just if it, your it's, children. I mean, if if if, and that's a really big <laughs> if, it works. I would imagine that it does. It's not like some sort of genetically coded to only your children, and therefore, it, it exactly. Should have some, but you get the mother's anger and frustration of your child is walking around with someone's kuchi fluids on their wound. <laughs> like what? First of all, is that sanitary? Yes, I know that the vagina is self-cleaning and unless it's, it's clean, so it's and unless scented. it's infected, mm. you know. But still. <laughs> but this got me thinking. I don't know why you just want to trigger yourself with all these verbing things. No, it's it's not triggering myself. I think it just got me thinking about um it took me back to when my daughter was born. Our daughter was born. Um, but the reason I'm saying mine because I'm about to throw you under the bus. <laughs> so I grew up in a family where my dad is a scientist, and so science has been his religion for a long time. Um, up until his old age, when he started, uh, you know. <laughs> and my mom is, for lack of a better word, Ezuki. Right. What is that? Emuzukufu. She's she's you know those people who like got saved like, during the revival, you know, in in so them them their their salvation, not these things of oh grace covers. Ah, ah, ah. yeah, you have grace, but also your works have to match uh, that one. So I, I was not really exposed to a lot of these um like old wives' tales and like like Things that people sure do it's culturally. Not, it's not a culture that you're referring to as old wives' tales. No, 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 no. Okay. Like, the definition of old wives' tales is something that people do that hasn't been proven to be fact, right? Uh, it doesn't make it wrong. It just makes it that at that particular point in time, there's actually no proof of it, right? And one of the things that came up when our daughter was born was the Chogero conversation. Now, if you don't know what that is, uh, basically, they're a set of hubs um, that are boiled for, what, six to seven hours, right? That your child is supposed to shower in and then drink a bit and then they are reboiled and they do that for a week. And apparently, I mean, it's the same same liquid. No, they don't bring new, like, new hubs. No, 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 you just put whatever's your showered and drank back in the pot and all those things. And apparently it's supposed to help colic. Uh, for one, it's supposed to give your child smooth skin it's supposed to apparently it helps with the intellect also um, a, a mixer um, <laughs> um what's what's favor so it brings them all those things yes so there are different tubs different people mix their chogero differently but there are different tubs that are supposed to get at all those things all right so they come and tell me david um and I use the word they while pointing my mouth. <laughs> that people have said, oh, you know what? Should we bring you chogero? Blah, blah, blah. Will you bathe your child in chogero? And I was just like, I don't get the science of it, uh, for one. But I also don't get how bathing a child in these things is going to make them smarter and give them blessings, right? 
but I've also sat in rooms where very highly educated people um, are swearing by this this information. And look, I can get a couple of things. For example, I mean, with it can be unsanitary to drink, right? But you know, maybe that was people's way of, you know, building, building children's immunity. immune systems, right? <laughs> And it probably worked that way and worked out well for some. No, but the strong ones and the weak ones just withered away and died. No yeah. way. Um, and I probably can get the skin thing because, you know, I can imagine that, especially with a lot of the naturalista movements that are coming, we are figuring out a lot of the properties that all these things In have these that things, are really yeah. good for your skin. I don't get the other parts. I mean... Which ones? Fever and brightness and 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 all those things but again as i said i've sat in rooms with highly educated people where people have sworn by these things which sometimes again is very very confusing for me right but then you know you hear other wife, old wife's tales for example um and i think i first had this one when my brother died and there was a conversation around it apparently if you are married i might i might be excommunicated these are women's secrets i might be excommunicated from the women movement <laughs> for the fact that you're saying this stuff but go ahead you think perhaps because okay see, cool that would, mean, it would just be nice for me you mean you'd have no like you'd be easier to control anyhow <laughs> So yes, when my brother died, um, they, I mean, and, and just to clarify, it wasn't something that they were asking my brother's wife to do. It was just, you know how you're just around there asking and said, you know, people tell you to do things like this. So apparently, um, when your husband dies, you are supposed to wear a menstrual cloth or a pad, right? Do you want, am I telling it badly? Because I've seen you jumping up. So do you want to tell it? You're supposed to use one of those clothes you use after sex. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So you're supposed to get a nkumbi. First of all, it doesn't explain why that is called a nkumbi, but anyway. Supposed to get a nkumbi and wear it for the duration of the funeral, I think. And then just before the... After after the person is, is put into the ground, you're supposed to just go somewhere in the bush and find... A thingy of matoke, a what's it called? Find a place, dig a hole. It's so, so you know you said matoke when you were telling me this story. So it's like, a matoke in particular, just, like just a hole. Most I think most people are buried in Dusuku. Eh? Yeah. There would be banana plantations nearby. nearby. Okay. So, so they tell you go somewhere in a chitoke, find a place, surround dig a hole by your friends, such that other people don't see. But if they're old women, they know exactly what's happening. Also, oh, your friends would come and like do a circle around hey. you. So. So then, anyway, you dig a hole, you bury this, and the idea behind it is that it's supposed to cut some sort of spiritual tie, uh, because if you do not do it, apparently, nigger gonna keep visiting you. He's a the death hasn't yet done you part. Yeah, he's still going to keep coming back for uh, spiritual conjugation. No, I found this ridiculous though. Um, And like, again, with my wife coming from 
um say it say it what are you about to say? a different context <laughs> <laughs> she tells me a lot of these things and i'm just like mm-hmm. no in that particular scenario like everywhere we went when we went to to buy the gomeses that we were going to wear a woman pulled me aside and told me first said you look young i don't think you know this stuff the woman who came to cook at home called me to the side and said, eh, that Namando looks so young, but you have to make sure they do this. Like four women approached me. The first two I ignored. At the third, I'm like, you know what? Let me ask David because I don't know what to do with this information. That's why I asked you if I should go ahead and... And tell. Yeah, but it wasn't in my place. I didn't feel like it was in my place too. So anyway, what, so I've, what other old wives tells... <coughs> Do you know that uh, you can share with the people who listen to this uh, podcast? Wait, that's my question. <laughs> yeah, that is it. I told you I was going to throw you under the oh, bus. They told me um, again during that funeral that Samia sleep with the dead body. <laughs> Do you like to go? What? <laughs> so someone pulled. So first of all, question number one is. Why do people feel so comfortable telling you these things? They're just like, hmm, this person looks like the person we can tell these things, so let's call them aside. That said, someone told you that? Yeah. Yeah, someone told me that. How did this happen? Please just, and just they told me? Paint, paint the picture for me. Uh-huh. You are there? <laughs> <laughs> As they were having no more conversation, I think we were at one of those works or vigils, and they said, oh, you know that this happens. And they said, so just before you bury, they're going to lock everyone out. Then they'll leave the wife in the room. There'll probably be one person, but she has to sleep with the dead body. I said, no way. They said, you wait, you will see. (laughs) You people. Like, I have so many questions. Okay, first of all, can I just tell you for certain? That you telling me this, so we've been to lots of funerals, but you telling me this is the first I'm hearing of it. I'm just like, so which, you know, like how we've always talked about, for example, how the thing of Boko, like Oxigo Boko might have come about. If you don't know what that is, uh, basically, again, I realized when I started to do- <laughs> That um, so this one time we're going to see my uh, my mother-in-law, and then me as me, I'm wearing shorts, right? And Maria looks at me and just goes like, um, "Where are you going in those shorts?" <laughs> and I just like, "What's wrong with it, man?" She's it's a weekend. It's a weekend. I I like to wear my shorts on the weekend and revive. <laughs> exactly. And and she's she's you know I this is a family I've been introduced to. So, it, it should be fine. Because, again, I, I grew up from a very different context. And they seen, she starts explaining these things to me. So, first of all, I had met Maria's mom a couple of times. Now, our family is a family of huggers. No. The, the, the first shocker was on my Coachella when uh, the daddies were leaving, my father-in-law. And then I went and shook his hand. I hugged him, then shook his hand. My God, I think, <laughs> like, everyone was... They almost put their hands on their heads of what have you done? What kind of abomination is this? When I told my sister, like, we visit home and we sleep in the, in the same house 
with like that yet everyone is like what what's wrong with you people yeah so <laughs> i figured out that there is a disease <laughs> called buko which your in-laws can catch and apparently the background of that story is um of course the context is of course those, those days people got married young right so you know by the time someone was done having children they got married at 16 they had like 10 children 25. they were 36 as in at worst right after 10 15 children right okay maybe that's an exaggeration but you get the story and and so they were not out of their prime yet so apparently one king yeah, i think one, one, a Buganda king yeah a Buganda king just went and uh, visited and admired the mother-in-law and a buffet yeah. Became a buffet, right? And therefore, and therefore the thing about Buko came a thing. You just can't just be out there showing yeah. yourself to your in-laws or shaking their, shake hands. their hands. Uh, people, I, Maria's relatives greet me like I have a disease. They're always standing 45 kilometers away from me. <laughs> and you can't even hear when they're saying it. And they're just like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what, what are you saying? Like, I can't, I can't hear you. Um, but those things make me wonder, like the first person how that reputation came about. Was it just some random person who just like, you know what? We have to try this. But to see if up, it works. Growing up, they also told us we couldn't marry Bagisu because they eat their firstborns. <coughs> did, did you date a Mugisu ever? No. No. Did that affect your choices? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, have, I have very good Bagisu friends. Like Some of my best friends are Bagisu. Have you asked them that? You know, you know what that's like. You know, you know what you just said. You know, like when white people say, sister, "I have black friends." <laughs> have Have you ever Have you asked them? Yeah. No, I know they are first bones, and I know that those are their first bones. Are you sure? Yes. You sure that you sure? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 interesting how all these things come up, and how again sometimes we we'll make decisions based on these things. Like you'll find people who just say, you know what, I cannot date a mugisu because they're going to eat my firstborn or stuff like that. So anyway, you're still telling me about more old wives' tales. Uh huh. Which ones do you know? So, <laughs> so there's this thing called obuosi. I don't know what the English word for it is, but 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 I must tell you that um, you do not know old wives' tales until you have a child. My God, they come. Whew, guns blazing at you. So, obosi. I don't know. I don't know the English word, but when you when you conceive when your child is is still young, like those mostly oops, but even when they are not, if when you conceive the toddler, who the baby is coming after, has a tendency of retarding in their milestones. Like you see, kids who are potty trained now start to do poop on themselves or things like that. That's they a cry perfect, a lot. Yeah, there's a scientific explanation for that, I'd imagine. Um, they, I think it's around the fear of getting replaced. Replaced? Yeah. Do so they, they know actively or it's in their subconscious minds? Um, I think it's the same way. You know, you've heard the things about how they encourage you to get your kids out of the room quickly because nine times out of ten, the children are going to choose the very inconvenient time to seek your attention. You think they are asleep. <laughs> And they're just like, Wah! and you're like, damn, <laughs> vibe against it. <laughs> anyway, so apparently when that happens, you're supposed to go and bathe, stand and bathe, pour water on yourself, and it goes off you, onto the child, and then they'll heal for more pores. 
But that's like it really falls in the same league as vapping, vaping. No, how? No, it really does because like, like the I, the thought is like you're just showering with this child standing under you. Yeah, right? so that the water that comes off you washes over them and it washes away their pores. <laughs> Anyhow. But when you give birth, it's the worst. Because what is the venue? The Isn't po- that teething? No. What's it? The posts were by it and they cut people's gums. Children's gums. It's a traditional procedure. They say your child has venue. They, they, they take the child and scrub the gums. And then afterwards. So, so venue is like false teeth. It usually occurs earlier than a child is supposed to teeth. But it's, so their gums appear white, which I think is just, what is it? Like the milk is getting stuck. And, but anyway, they say it's vino and you must hurry because if they don't cut them off, cut them out, the child will never grow teeth. So there are people who this has happened to. You go, the woman, I don't know, then they scrub, the, it's very painful, like they bleed. Then sometimes they cut. Anyhow, um... I discovered news that that one again. This <laughs> and oftentimes people come and tell me those things, and I'm just asking them, like, explain to me the why. And unfortunately, a lot of people cannot. Now, of of course, a lot of people came to, oh, David, uh, you know, you're just out there. You are very westernized. You have lost your culture and stuff like that. But like, look, I don't think my that that culture is horrible. Um, uh, I think that there are a lot of things that we did that were very advantageous. Our medicine was is great. We just can't explain and standardize most of it. Uh, the people who came up with the formulas and the cures died without telling anyone telling else. Anyone. Um, but, you know, COVID, for example, um, bottle brush has become a thing in our house, you know, if someone has, and it works. Right, I mean, the doors we are still trying to to figure that one out. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's a and we try and give it now, like what's it, those covers of cough syrup, but we mm. don't know. And 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 there are a lot of things that work, but then there are also, also a lot of things that are just like rooted in some dark art. dark art and lack of understanding that's just a bit weird. But I'd like to know. Which ones you've heard about, all right? You can hit us up at uh, I am Ogutudaudi on Twitter at M Matama. On where, where do things like Kongolama vary for if a praying mantis looks on your boob, mm, then it, it doesn't grow? Oh, no, I thought it was like if a permanent lands on your boob, it's hard to take off, so it tears off your breast. <laughs> no, it doesn't grow. So when your boobs come and you don't want them, you beat them and they first stop. <laughs> do such things fall yes. there's some categories you can't sweep at night no, 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 no. <laughs> you can't sew at night let's first backtrack on that <laughs> Mulawa issue again to the first person who did that oh like wah, I don't know like like how do these things get passed down from generation <laughs> to generation without absolutely no question like you just tap them with the Mulawa <laughs> Yes, and they, 
and the fast stop growing. Like if if like your eight year old is <laughs> is growing boobs, you tap them with them now, then they fast stop. <laughs> anyway, tell us about yours. We'd like to know which ones. What are the craziest ones you had? Uh, I am with the audio on Twitter, Matama on Twitter, that's M Matama on Twitter. Or you can drop a voice note at anchor.fm forward slash I am good to Daudi. I am O-G-U-T-U-D-A-U-D-I. Until next time, uh, question everything. Uh, Yeah, don't take anything as gospel truth, even the things that are written by all these white people, honestly. Uh, Sometimes we believe them because the white gays. Uh, but uh, yeah, question everything. You know, you might find some gems in our culture, but also there's a lot of stuff that they ask you to do that's just absolutely rubbish. Till next time, goodbye, God bless you. Have yourself a fabulous day. Another Chirandom podcast. Random musings from me, Dowdy, handling everything from politics of the day to the complexities of parenting, relationships, money, and everything in between. If it can happen to us in this life, however random, we talk about it here on another Chirandom podcast.